0: We are just one week away from ultimately proving fighting not always easier outside the cage when you add some uh, combat submission that's Mortal Kombat in its time, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves it. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how are you doing this evening?
1: Great. Let's plug right away, right now, right here, right now, because Kevin's alluding to it.
0: I'm going At ADCC. Of- I'm in. Like I'm not going okay. anywhere else.
1: Okay, I want to get straight to it, you guys. We are having an ADCC Fight Companion that is going to be broadcast live from the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. Now, Kev, I found out the time. It is going to start at 1 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday.
0: So, Raps, it really variety, started... In... grappling, extravaganza, yeah. as I'm referring to it.
1: It's going to be a telethon, like Jerry Lewis's telethon without the whole charity and without me being morbidly obese. But that's not important, guys. The important thing is we're going to have a lot of stuff for you guys, but we also have raffles. So the raffle that we have going on, we have uh, a prize for each division. Now, this is akin to something we did for the Royal Rumble uh, every year when people come to my place, which is you get a number and that number corresponds with an athlete. And if that athlete wins, so do you. In other words, if you have Rafael Lovato Jr. and Rafael Lovato Jr. wins his division, you get a prize from one of our eight sponsors. Now, Kev, there's a little thing called the absolute. So what do you think happens if Lovato wins one and gets a shot at going absolute? You you win
0: a second prize. You can win a fucking second <laughs> prize. Guys. that's amazing. I so, didn't even know that. That's just what I yeah. wanted to have. I've already I wanna be on the record Raf has rejected me entering Multiple times.
1: You can't enter once. You're not allowed to enter. You're a part of the show, despite what I say sometimes.
0: This is an awesome list of stuff. You got Josh Hayden giving away free secrets to death. Like, there's... (laughs)
1: The eighty twenty DVD. We've also got stuff from Jets Grips, Neiwaza Apparel,
0: North South Underwear. Our newest the... friend and mm-hmm. intricate lover. We're doing some male boudoir <laughs> photos for them. We're excited. <laughs> I'm not sure that's North what South we're doing. Underwear.
1: <laughs> we've also got uh, the good folks at KO Sports Gear, and uh, we've also got. I mean, I don't want to give everybody away, but God damn, gonna give something as well. This because, is cool, you know. They're doing stuff as well. Again, I don't want to give everything away. Uh, Oh, I guess Artichoke Media is giving us something. No big deal. Um, So we've got a lot of our friends coming through to give you guys some really cool shit. And the only way you can sign up is very simple. You go to verbaltapcast.com, You sign up for the raffle. And that's it. We go to the first 96. So you guys really want to hurry up before it's too late. Because if you're one of the 96, you just sign up and that's it. You have the potential to win not once, maybe even twice. Now, here's the interesting thing about this, Kev. The people, when you sign up and you do all this sort of stuff, the only thing we're asking of you guys to do is to share the live stream when we put it up. And just grab a snapshot of that and show us you're sharing it. It's not that hard. But we're going to commit to showing you guys the best in grappling And all that other stuff. So I wanted to make sure we preview this because we're coming back to ADC in a second. Uh, The thing that we need to talk about right here, right up top, is because uh, we've kept somebody on the line waiting this entire time while we previewed this. And this young man had an incredible day. And I would like to tell him my recollection of the day. But I figured uh, it was a little sad. I tried to call him and say congratulations. And uh, his response was, oh, man, come on. Oh, Oh no. Wait, why you call me now? And I was like, no, kid, I already said like congratulations. It's I'm over it. You won EBI trials today. Big deal. I'm over it now. So he begged and he pleaded and I mean we cut a deal. So he's on the show here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, your EBI trials winner from today, Keith Kricorian. Keith, how are you doing, sir?
2: I'm good. How are you guys?
1: Very good. So Keith, (laughs) let me ask you this. You were really upset that you didn't see the video because I was video, Facebook video, whatever they call it, messaging you because I was so proud of you. I wanted to uh, tell you uh, over the video and say, hey, congratulations. And you had the audacity not to take that.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's not what happened. I was I was napping after just laying on my bed and and being sore. And I'm like, well. I guess if I if I sleep maybe the pain will go away. And so I did and then as soon as I woke up I was like one or two minutes late for missing your call. I was so pissed. But anyways, at least
1: we're and talking Kev, now. Yeah, of course. And then Kev he had the gall to ask <laughs> if I had time to talk with him. Well, I was still at my friend's like it was their one year old's birthday and I was like I am, am not I- taking time out of my schedule to I- stop eating this chocolate cake. <laughs> To talk to one Mr. Keith Gakorian. Anyway, long story short, we have him on the show. Now, Kev, do you have questions about the EBI trials? Because I've seen them on the streams. I know you have as well. But they are an intense beast. And Kevin and I are not part of the 10th Planet family, despite being 10P for a weekend. But I know Kevin is especially enamored by the uh, 10th
0: Planet. So Kevin 10P is where i <laughs> fall uh yeah <laughs> to me it would seem like a harder tournament because i've been a part of an in-house tournament way before um, maybe a few years before jiu-jitsu became as explodedly large as it is but 10th planet notoriously these two spots are essentially to rep your dojo it's very mortal Kombat esque how does it compare relatively because you also have competed quite a bit actively is it is it tougher? Is there an intensity dial up for the the EBI in house stuff?
2: Yeah, I would say these tournaments, um, the the trials, the, they're they're a lot more nerve wracking than other ones, just because th- kind of the whole system watches. You know, like this is you said this is a chance to rep your dojo. This is a chance to rep the whole system, and and that's a huge thing, you know. And and everyone, every single competitor puts a lot of pressure on themselves, me, me included, you know, and. It's it's a it's a really really tough
1: tournament. One of my questions I had was, how did this get to you? Because doesn't Boogie hate you? Like, doesn't he want to like literally go to just anybody else to give them a chance before he would give you the opportunity to represent?
2: Yeah, uh, I was actually thrown in pretty last minute. He only let me know like last week. Um, <laughs> But, uh, well, I mean, because 155 isn't really my weight class, I, I I don't even think I weighed 150 on the scale today with like all my clothes and stuff on. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I'm not the prime candidate. We have a lot of killers, uh, Josh Sapanoso and, um, uh, and, uh, Ronnie, um, Labella, they also competed today in it. Um, and they're, you know, 100 million times better than me. So, (laughs) um, you know, it, it was a. I think a. It was an interesting call by Boogie to put me in, but I'm glad he did.
1: <laughs> well, it paid off. And Kevin mentioned this, where it, it does feel a little bit more heightened. Can you describe what it's like between you and the competitors? Because you're a very friendly human being, but you are competitive, <laughs> and I've seen you go into your zone before and after matches. However, you're also super friendly. Let's not overlook that. So I know that when it comes game time, and it's like you and Ronnie, who you literally wrote like a love letter to on each other's birthdays, hey. like, hey, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you don't. No, you're, you're not wrong. Okay. Okay. So when you guys get to that point, what is it like amongst the other competitors? Because, you know, you guys are inner battling a little bit.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, like you said, uh, I try not to get too... Um... Just mean spirited with, with with fellow competitors and especially these guys because I know everyone here. You know that we're all in the same system. We're all we're all friends and 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 it's all friendly beforehand. Um, but when we're out there, um, you know it, it, it's different. Like I, I definitely flip flip a switch because um, I can't I can't take the same mentality that I have day to day. You know, um, kind of happy go lucky. You know, friendly, if you will, and take it into a match because it's it's, it's not gonna produce the the results that I want, you know. It's it's just not going to it's not going to carry me through those tough spots, you know. And um luckily I didn't have to go against Ronnie or Josh today, which was cool. Um they actually met in the uh the quarters. Um but uh um I have had to go against them before and 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 you know like I take it like a like a serious match, you know, like it's not like a um there are moments where you kind of giggle each other, you know, or something like that, but but it, it is it is, you know, serious for me, and and uh, you know, like like today, even um, with them too, they had a match and and they they took it very seriously, you know, and it's and it's it's that's pretty much how everyone, how everyone takes it.
1: I mean, Kev, I will attest. I've seen him and Ronnie battle it out before, and uh, the first three minutes are definitely a lot of them giggling and saying, "No, you take my leg. No, you take mine. No, you." Uh, Kev, one thing I really want to impress upon you, though, is, yeah, you you know, Keith is very friendly, uh, a good competitor, uh, sharp, does a lot of of his homework, you know, with only one week to prepare, you come in, where was your mentality at this week? Because that's not a lot of time to prep for something this intense,
2: yeah it was it was a really it was a tough challenge um especially just 'cause like i am a student um you know and i have a full load of classes and and they require a lot from me and you know i'm trying to focus on this huge tournament you know and and um and it gets tough but 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 for this week like pretty much what i did is like i just i just kinda guessed um the guys in my weight class um what and you know already I know everyone's game pretty well just because just you know I I study guys and I've been around for a while for around these guys for a while and and I know most of their games so what I did was like I I figured that this person would do the tournament I you know like formulated a semi game plan obviously you can't really have that much of a game plan going into a grappling match because you know you, you can say like I'm going to shoot a double and then they'll sprawl on you, and then you're like, oh well, <laughs> now, there goes my game plan. Um, but <laughs> so, anyways, um, you know, it was just it was more getting into that mental space. Um, you just you prepare for tough, tough matches, and, and that's what I got. You know,
1: I know Kevin alluded to this, but when you are competing against all your homies, like, is there a fear that they kind of know your game? Because when Kevin and I grapple. There's a reason it just always turns into a stalemate. It's just, oh, I know Kevin really (laughs) likes his his half. I know he's really going to go for here, and he's really going to try and transition to deep half. You Oh, that's the reason that it's a
2: stalemate? Not just because you you turtle up the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) You
0: should know something. Keith and you have rolled up a little bit. I see.
1: (laughs) I will say this. So Keith is not understanding the difference in power levels here. (laughs) Well... Well, with Keith, I like rolling with him because he's basically all (laughs) sugar energy. And I was going to put this up, but I actually took a little bit of the Keith Krikorian diet this week. So I went to go roll, and I had some sour gummies, and I literally did that before I rolled. And I'll have you know, it was a little bit of a sugar rush. I could see where you get your (laughs) cocaine power from. But, Kev, I will liken it to like this. He literally gummy bear bounced off of me. And then was just like, I had gushers. I want more gushers, Mr. Esparza. And I'm like, oh, my God. I can barely move, kid. But no, what we're alluding to here is when older people roll, like myself and Kevin, sometimes in the game you wouldn't understand what that's like. It's you meet a match. And Kevin is the one person. We, we go on record. Lack as of
0: athleticism that, certainly plays a role. 100%. <laughs>
1: but, but Kevin and I literally have an agreement that we're usually pretty friendly with everybody we roll with. But for each other, we're the one person we allow each other to just go batshit on. So, yes, it is a little (laughs) bit more of an intense role than I think you would ever expect from me uh, when I'm rolling with Kevin. So, yes, that's the reason why. Child. Moron. (laughs) So, anyway, answer my question if you can remember it before you're trying to insult me.
2: Sorry, sorry. So, you asked if if, if my teammates know my game plan. And the answer is 100% yes, they did. Um, everyone today that I went against knew exactly what I was good at, exactly how to stop it. And, um, it was tough. It was, it was, oh my gosh, it was, it was really, really tough because I had to, I had to resort to things that I don't usually do. And, um, and that was, yeah, that was, that was interesting.
0: (laughs) What worked for you today? What was, uh, what kind of was a consistent go-to and from what position?
2: Um, man, defense, <laughs> um, getting, <laughs> getting beat up and, and just staying calm and, and, and finding, finding openings. And usually, so usually what I'll do if, if I'm in an absolute tournament or something and I'm getting like mounted or dominated I'll I'll find, you know, I'll find my, my safe defensive spot. I'll look for an opening then I'll, I'll open up my attacks, Man, I got I got pretty beat up today, like mounted and, and put in bad spots and and I could find space to get out, but I could not find my attack. So um normally that's to a leg entry or even sometimes an arm bar. Um but today, oh my gosh, it was just not there. Like everyone knew my le- my leg game, everyone knew my, my my sneaky arm bars. Uh they wouldn't let me get full guard. I couldn't work any rubber guard. Uh I when I was like but usually uh I have a I have a you know decent wrestling base and, and usually like my my passing will will lead to like Dars's, uh Jap Neckties, um Peruvians, uh pretty much anything from a vice grip, that's that's what Boogie's known for and, and I have a I have a a good passing game to, to complement that. But <clears throat> man, when I was when I when I got up, like to start passing on guys, they would just get up with me, and I was like, "Oh, come on! These these mats are too slippery to wrestle on." And then I would just sit down again. Um, so it was Smart man, choice. it was yeah, it, it was really tough. And and um, but that's what I love like that. That is a a really really good thing to have because it forces you to grow and and assess these kind of holes in your game that you, you might not even realize you have. You know, so. I have oh, no, a couple things a really
1: here, thing. though, Kev. This is interesting. Uh, one, Kev, you've never rolled HQ, and those mats are... Like, you have to build in the slipperiness into your passing <laughs> and your defense. Like, 100% sometimes, I slip and slide, like, into <laughs> side mount or something where I'm just like, uh, this has to be built into the pass. Number two, <laughs> Kev, I find it so interesting that you would play this really highly defensive game and yet not give me money for copyright infringement. That's my gig, kid. So,
2: <laughs> Oh, but it wasn't willing. I was trying to not get dominated, but uh, but I was.
1: <laughs> and you so, just yeah, let okay. it happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly my game plan. Real good <laughs> job there, Keith. I just love that you throw <laughs> that insult casually at me. And then, like, you literally, like, hey, Keith, what was your game plan? Uh, just a lot of defense, Mr. As far as uh, it was I'll hard. also defend.
0: Raph didn't choose defense. Defense chose Raph, So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I literally, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Emma Kim did this thing where he just did, like, the possum guard where he lies down. Right? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> and uh, I put up a note that was just like, how dare you? how dare you take my bit? And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, everybody knows that's Raph guard. Literally lying down and doing nothing? That's my gig. So I need you to give me all of your YouTube residuals, please. Tired instructor guard. It's a good... (laughs) Tired instructor guard. So entitled. But I told him, I was like, it's called Raph guard, but it's pronounced half guard because genius. And he was really, really like, he he accepted it. He's like, Raph, you're right. I have rolled with you. I'm so sorry, and I was okay. like, you, "That video has over fifty thousand views right now that Ooh, I've seen." Oh crap! Whoa! Yeah, no. So I was wow. I was like, "I don't need you trying to spread this as if you did it." Everybody knows it's me, <laughs> but that's not important, Keith. Um, <laughs> I want you to tell Kevin a little bit about the opponents you had because I'm familiar with, I think, all of these people's games. And, Kev, when I was telling you this off air, the people he beat today are. Monsters like when he said he got beat up It is with good reason because the, the caliber of the individuals he was facing today were very tough uh,
2: Yeah, oh my gosh geez did I ever so first round uh, I went up against uh, a Guy named Alan Sanchez from uh, 10th San Mateo under Adam Sackenoff. He, he's a he's a, uh, also a purple belt um, But dude if, if if I mean mr. Esparza actually knows him he we were talking about him earlier this week he's really really good um and uh he's really sneaky he um he has an amazing guard uh like really really good rubber guard um really sneaky submissions like i was saying and in a, a competent footlock game so so that kind of that kind of took a lot out of my game um and then it's just his defense is really really awesome too his his back control is mm-hmm. really really good and um he took my back in regulation and i I managed to to escape after I want to say like 30 seconds or so and so I and I kind of surprised myself because I was worried about that for overtime and and when that happened uh, I was I was pretty comfortable going into overtime and and so we did and um uh we went in um he took my back for the first two rounds uh I managed to escape relatively quickly and then uh I took his back and and I I knew I was pretty much I was up on ride time pretty well and then he chose spiderweb armbar uh, position for the third overtime and it was really tight and he had my hey, kev, arm let's pretty... talk
1: about this real quick this is important i saw this keith i, I actually i was heading to <laughs> jiu-jitsu at the park and i pulled over to watch this kev we're talking like keith's arm looked like when you know you when you get to that point of no return in an Plata.
0: I'm and familiar. you're trying to escape, yes. and you're rolling
1: out underneath, and you see your arm go one way, and your body's kind of going another way. Yeah. I got very <laughs> worried. But then I saw, like, Keith stand up, and Keith did that thing where, like, he walked around, Uh oh! and they were asking him, like, what do you want to take? And he just had that, like, I don't think you were hurt, but you just had that look like, I it did that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, gosh. It, my arm was in a really, really bad spot, and, yeah. and I, I knew... Um, I knew it was the last uh overtime period uh so i all i and I knew I was up on ride time, like I said, so all I needed to do was was hold the back position and um yeah, uh, my arm hurt, but I was okay and then um so anyways, so I won the first match um in total on on like like twenty two seconds uh of ride time advantage or, or or actually I don't know what it was I think it might have been more than that anyways um so that was a tough first match um Alan Sanchez, really, really solid. Uh yeah, that was tough. And then uh my second match was against a uh tenth planet Brown Belt or 10th point Brown Belt under Eddie, um, named Jeremiah Vance, um, who's he's, he's pretty he's pretty well known in the system. Um That's I think he's movie. actually ranked in the <laughs> uh I believe he was ranked in the, the top twenty five of their 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 uh rankings or whatever. Um and <clears throat> yeah, it was it was tough. He, he played a different game than i was expecting from him so so that was interesting he 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 chose to wrestle me and and i was i was a little bit surprised by that because typically i'll have a wrestling advantage and guys will just pull guard on me and then i can go into a passing game but or drop back for legs um which i've lately been been pretty into but um anyways uh he chose to wrestle with me and like I said, those mats are way too slippery. So uh, I sat. Um, I tried to enter some some leg entanglements. It wasn't really happening. He passed my guard. Like he's he's he much much bigger and stronger than me. And like as soon as he did, I was like, oh oh no. <laughs> um, so I I had to I had to stay super calm. Um, I I managed some escapes, but. Uh, and I, I, I don't. I think I was in his, his guard a couple times, um, and it things got dicey, but I managed to like pop out. Um, so but it, it wouldn't. In...
1: Just to give Kev uh, another hint, uh, Jeremiah has a very solid rubber guard. Uh, super well respected with it. He's one of Eddie's generals for rubber guard specifically. So when Keith talks about being dicey in the guard, uh, I have felt that rubber guard and that was just him showing the technique we weren't rolling kevin it's rough
2: yeah um it was it was it was uh gosh geez louise it was it was scary um but uh um but yeah so i meant we we i couldn't we neither of us could pull off a sub in regulation um so we went into overtime uh i took back um and i believe he escaped and then he had my arm or no he had my back or he not sorry he had my my arm and then i escaped and then uh, i took his back and i ended up uh finishing the room naked um he he reluctantly tapped he he wasn't you know he wasn't gonna just give it up and, and he fought super super hard for it um so that was Another tough, tough match.
1: <laughs> then that takes you um, to semis and finals. Who did you face in those? Because I knew you faced those two individuals, but who did you also face?
2: Oh, oh okay. Uh yeah. So in the semis I faced uh Tenth Planet, Oceanside, Brown Belt, Ben Eddy. Mm. Uh another very, very good guard player. Um he actually in his uh opening round and quarterfinals matches, he finished two Hindulatines. Um Mr Sparta, you know Hindula team, right? I do what the um, f- is a
0: hindu hold on I'm uh, so, keith.
2: so uh go ahead
1: keith help out my very uh here's the nice part kevin smokes enough weed to be an honorary 10th planet system member <laughs> I, I would fit but in so sometimes well. the names just give him a second he does know what it is but it's better if you explain <laughs> it to him so do you mind
2: okay no no not at all so uh Ben Eddy, uh he has this move called the Hindulateen, which is a it's a, a variation of like a um of a Gogopata, uh from rubber card. Um oh. it, he made it famous. Um it were are very well known. In the first DBI, uh he submitted um <clears throat> don't know who he submitted first round, but he submitted and then he submitted uh, Victor Henry um with it in the second round and uh it was very well known. He's the only person I've ever seen hit it, um, by the way. Uh, what it is 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 he'll get mission control, which is just our normal um, uh, foot or, or leg right right above their neck, and then you're holding on with your with your arm. Um, and then what he does is he pulls his foot a little bit further and he reaches past it, like he'll reach over his foot and then pa- and then past, Fuck and then he'll slide move. his
0: hand. Oh my, sorry, <laughs> I just finished the Benetti <laughs> video while under, watching
2: under the neck. It, it is it is really crazy, and then and then he'll connect his hands, and I don't even I have no idea how how anyone has ever gotten out of it, or if anyone has ever gotten out of it because it is unbelievably tight, and and she's uh, really really good at it. So that is the gentleman that I went up against in the semifinals, and uh, we we had a good match. I mean, he also knew my game really well, and and he he. Did not pull guard like I expected him. <laughs> he stood with me, so I, I decided to pull guard, uh, try to enter some leg. Um, I wasn't going to – I was a little bit hesitant to try to pull full guard just from a seated position because that's when guys can drop back on my legs sure. also. So I just I just looked for legs. He ended up passing my guard, which I was really surprised by. I mean, I don't have the best um, guard attention, but but but, I mean, he's not known for that. And so he passed my guard um we ended up in a lot of scrambles He he's similarly dominating me like in my first few matches um and then he got me in full guard and i was like oh no <laughs> and he had me in a, in a super tight dead orchard uh, you know dead orchard uh right, yeah. right.
0: oh of right. course i mean again i've seen okay, it okay okay of, okay sorry
2: know? sorry I'm, I'm, not, um, <laughs> I'm not executing
0: <laughs> the move but sure <laughs>
2: Yeah, very very few people are. But anyways, um, it, he got me in the dead orchard so tight, and I just I don't know, just spun out. Um, just I just muscled through it. Uh, and then we kept grappling, and then in the last thirty seconds, he got me in another dead orchard, and I was like, okay, I think I can, I think I can hang out here for thirty seconds and then wait for time to run out. But there's this new rule that if you're in a submission, a locked in mm-hmm. submission, while time is uh, or, uh before time ends, you keep going even after time ends. So he had me in this dead orchard for the last 30 seconds, and then I had to go past that because I was the, I had to, like, get my shoulders free and escape. So that was really tough, and I ended up doing it, but it was – gosh, I was like, oh, this sucks. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but anyways, and so we went to overtime. Uh, I ended up tapping him in the first OT, and um, – but with the rear naked. And then uh, I think I escaped his back control, but he had like a really tight arm triangle on me, um, which was which was which was tight, which which I had to work really hard to get out of. But I just knew that I needed to wait until time to run out. Um, now, and then Kev,
1: here's the thing that yeah. I really wish <laughs> Keith would do. And I don't know if you feel the same way. Don't you just wish Keith would have a better recollection of exactly every space he was in? in his matches
0: yeah he does seem a, only to loosely remember where he was and what happened
1: like mm-hmm. a very okay. loose memory of like i guess i was in i was it guard i don't remember Ugh. i mean it might have been a full mount his with penis transition moved one inch so south gone. and no, i thought no. now's the time no. to escape <laughs> Kev, I'm going to remind you, this is practically a child.
0: He's 19. I'm just saying, like, in terms of their center of gravity, like, it's just where men's is. I I, I got you. you. I just want to make sure that's very (laughs) apparent. The Uh, four inches above his, below his belly button.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I'm going to move past that. Let's go to this other part, which is, all right, so we get all the way there, Keith. What happened in your final?
2: Yep. Um, so, man, uh, as you can imagine, I was very, very tired <laughs> heading into this, um, finals match, and it was against a guy who, oh, man, I've been watching compete since I was a white belt, and he's, and I'm pretty sure he's been a brown belt the whole time, and he's really scary, um, but he's a nice guy, but he's a scary competitor. His name's Phil Schwartz uh, from Temple, of Portland, um, brown belt under Nathan Orchard, um, and, Uh, this one, I was really, really, really nervous. I was nervous for all of them, but this one was like, oof. Um, it was, it was, it was a lot, a lot of pressure because going into the tournament, I was thinking, um, man, like you like talking to myself, man, you better like finish these matches because the guy who has a bunch of overtimes in the first, you know, two or three matches never wins in the finals. Like he's always exhausted. And he always he always gets tapped, and, and that's just something I've noticed for like pretty much every EBI, every qualifiers, everything. So um, I was super nervous, and I was thinking, man, I'm going to be too tired. He's just going to put the pressure on me, and he's gonna and he's gonna, he's just gonna gonna get on my back and choke me or something. I'll be too weak to defend. Um, it didn't it did not work out that way. So so pretty much when we when we um, when we slapped hands and, and we went after it, I noticed like a, a very um like a a kind of a a kind of a startling calmness about him and Mm -hmm. uh that that kind of didn't give me confidence because i was a little nervous even still (laughs) because i'm like oh gosh he might pounce on me at any moment but um but i knew that he wasn't going to turn the pace up on me and get me tired um which i which i was you know which i was anticipating but but
0: I've but never was, felt that before. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, and so, anyways, like, uh, he was being—I mean, he was attacking. Don't get me wrong. Like, He—he was—he had—he actually had some pretty good attacks, but he was being very passive and he's being very, um, very patient with me. Um, and uh, he—we were in—I was in a knee slice position, and um, he left. He—you know how normally when you knee slice someone, they'll bring that that other knee up to like block your chest, like in kind of in like a Z guard type thing. Um, he left his leg dangling there and like on the, on the mat. And um, I saw it as an opportunity to backstep into honey hole. And I did not think that um, I didn't think I was going to, going to, going to get it um, just cause he's, he's really like really adept at leg locks. Um, but I, uh, I attacked the heel from honey hole And I ended up tapping him and, um, (laughs) that was, that was, I, I really surprised myself, um, there, uh, because yeah, he's like a really, really, really good like grappler, but leg locker, you know? And, and, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was really happy. It it was, it was a really
1: cool moment for me. Well, good on that, dude. I'm glad that you had that experience and. Um, we're going to transition to ADCC just a second, but I want to ask you this. Do you have any memories that might've stood out to you just from that experience? Like once it's all said and done, I know you're tired I know it's hard to really process everything, but you're in front of Gio who called you a Pokemon, who's about to emerge into his (laughs) true self. You have your coach, you know, Gio or not Gio, Richie sitting there. uh, Who's got to be so proud of you. If especially in the fact on one week's notice, you do this, you beast it. You're a purple belt. And, you know, uh, there comes not a ton of expectations when you're entering a tournament like that, but a lot of upside when you really show them proud. And, of course, Eddie. You're doing it in front of Eddie and uh, obviously the competitors, as we mentioned here, and Murder's else. So what happens after that for you?
2: Um, Ooh. Uh, well, first off, like, I got a lot of high fives, which is cool. Um, <laughs> I felt some... <laughs> Um I I felt some love from that. Uh that was pretty cool. And then um uh you know what? I, I found out that for this qualifiers I got paid for every submission and regulation. Unfortunately <laughs> I only got one submission and regulation. Um but uh but Eddie was talking to me after and he said um he said uh um I get money for the submission that I got in the finals. So that was cool.
1: Um, <laughs> Keith. uh <laughs> well, he's always fun. No, we we raised Keith, unfortunately, to be a greedy <laughs> son of a bitch because he wins our tournaments. And then I'm like, "Are you doing any other tournaments?" He's like, "Not the ones with no money." Fuck that, hey. <laughs> Keith McCoury. You know, those are air horns.
2: <laughs> Anyways, so that was re- that was really really cool. I was really happy to hear that. Um, and just just I don't know, my teammates and people that I look up to like PJ Barch and, and Gio and, and Richie and, and Eddie and um, all these guys like saying that they were impressed by me. was like, that was, that was just really, really awesome because you know, they're, they're guys that I, you know, look up to a lot. And uh, to hear them say that was just like, that was really special.
1: Well, you're forming into a beautiful, Butterfly from a cocoon there, kids. So <laughs>
2: hey.
1: You're taking it. it's a compliment mostly, uh, but Thank that's, that's I don't, amazing. I
2: don't like
0: well, I didn't ask They're if you beautiful. liked it or not. I don't think they, they are. are.
2: Okay. 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 Well,
3: okay. Keep, keep going. Keep what
0: going. about a dragon that becomes Ooh, a like man dragons. warrior? Don't yeah. you like dragons? I like dragons. Everyone loves dragons. That's why <laughs> everyone should go to KOSportsgear.com. They should. Okay,
2: this is a plug. All
0: right. Enter in verbal tap the official (laughs) gi of the 10th planet system. I'm going to go ahead and declare it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Prove is wrong.
0: Proof is wrong. Uh, (laughs) Show me me I'm not right. Uh, The Magic Dragon gi. You can get it at a discounted price. You can do tag team with Raf and I, the official sponsor of our next segment where we make the case. I have a semi-conscious 19-year-old. I have Rafa Sparza, who occasionally trains without the gi. I have myself and my currently crippled many years' experience. We're going to pick a grappler from the weight division. We're going to make a case for him in ACC. Warning to anyone listening, this is going to get grappling nerdy. Oh, yeah. We really
1: waited to give them the exclusive now, Kevin.
0: I'm sorry. Post 20 minutes of deep diving EBI trials talk. It's going to get more grappling nerdy than that. So if you're just interested in our MMA coverage and you're wearing, say, or uh, our
1: boxing. Because no, that's coming boxing. up a little later. Sure. So You're, dope, dope.
0: Your, I'm not counting it at all. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to talk some MMA. I'll put the time signatures in the podcast. We are going to talk some boxing, apparently. It's still under semi-half-producer protest. I wish I had uh say. Gentlemen, are you ready to play? Let's do it. Keith. Yes. Keith? <laughs> yes? Is <laughs> that so perfect? Okay. Let's start with the minus 66 kilograms category. I'm going to say the list, and uh, I'll let you start, Raf and then I'll go to you, Keith. I'll go third. So we have okay. Kobrinya, We have Yurnov Zaskoskigi from Kyrgyzstan. We have Janis Adrigoszuk from Poland. Wow. Justin Rader. A pa- real one you can name. Paulo Montavoni, Paulo Meow. Yuda Shimada. Ethan Krellenstein, Cuba Witkowski, oh, wow. Bruno Frasato Giovanni <laughs> Martinez, tanquino Mendez, AJ Agazarm, Barrett Yoshida, Nicholas Reiner, Erno Elgin. Raph Tall Order, but who you got?
1: All right, I'm going to hey, do hey. this real real nice because here's the thing. I know who I want to say. But I already know that Keith is going to say who he wants to say. <laughs> so I can't take that answer. So instead, I'm going to take the safe money here and say Cobriña. Love it. Ruben Charles.
0: Love it. Is
1: going to repeat. And here is why, guys.
0: Make because because the, the case. Is very, this I know, is shocking. It's tough I know. to make.
1: The case is as follows I want to bet against science, and I want to bet on magic, because that's what Cobriña is. That man fought for nine years straight at the last ADCC. He's still in the middle of one of his matches right now. (laughs) He's got an impressive resolve. He trains like, whoa. He's always working conditioning. He's the only person who I know for sure. I can see Capoeira happening and I go, oh, I think he's using it right. That's amazing. And that's just getting to the idea that the fact that his biggest competition all these years has been a Mendez brother who has been the bane of his existence who is not there. Now That's not to say that he doesn't have some major, major problems in this category. But I'm going to take a plunge and I'm going to say, what if Cobrina defies age, science, and magic and continues to do
0: it again? That's me. A, sh- a shot at Kurzakstan. Keith, who you got? Make the case. Uh.
2: Okay, well, this is not as much a prediction as just a statement. Giovanni G- Martinez will, will win the division. Um, he, he, uh, he's, he's just a lot different than every other grappler. When, when I say different, I mean like he is nothing like any other grappler you've ever seen. He's, he's far more dynamic. He's far more dexterous in every limb. He's unbelievably strong, and he just understands the game a lot in, in a different way. Due to his uh, due to his breakdance dancing background, than than every other guy, and 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 I know people are gonna be like, oh, but Kobrina, he's coming back and he's gonna win, and the only guy who can beat him is HOFFA. But the thing is, I don't think Kobrina is thinking about GEO. I don't think he's I don't think he's ever. I mean, I, he's obviously he's thinking about it, but I don't think he's ever seen a style. He's never gone up against a style like GEO. He's never he's never faced he's never faced anyone really anything like GEO, and he is pretty old. You have to point wow. that out. Okay, He's first getting all, up
1: I'm spoken like a I'm, true
0: 19-year-old. It's yeah, not no not make the case. <laughs> <laughs> just, just... <laughs> okay, can I make um, a, a and...
1: rebuttal to young Mr. McCorian here? I know it's not in the rules. I... <laughs> um, we haven't talked about Cabrina's breakdancing career as well, so I'd like to go ahead and bring that up. Wait, does he actually? <laughs> I believe he was in the movie Electric Boogaloo 2.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, all right. Well, anyways, uh, and Gio has taken um, the, the 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 knowledge that he's gotten from his match, with, his super fight with Bruno Fazato earlier this year. He's he's figured out what these um, what these ADCC guys are, are have been up to the past two years since the last time he was in ADCC. Um, he's taken those adjustments, and he's he's gonna he's gonna find a way to win. That's all I all gotta right. say.
1: All right, Kev, what do you got for us?
0: Yeah. So, first of all, this is kind of uh this is going to be easy for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going with a real Justin Raider invoking the Hibero card strategy, and I feel great and easy about
1: Disclaimer, it. Disclaimer, much in the same way we have to disclaim that our good friend Keith is a disciple of 10 Planet Freaks, we should also note oh, that Kevin himself is under the Barrows Association.
0: Go on, Kevin. I I don't see why that's relevant, but I (laughs) got to see see Justin Raider creating a smash pass game. We know he's going to bring the cardio, which is going to be a factor in this division because, fuck. (laughs) I love watching this division. It's so fast. They're just wet cats. They're super (laughs) hard to submit, and you see it, and I like Justin's size in this division. I want to give a group honorable mention out to Paulo Meow. Because what if he comes back pissed off? Like, so what? You pop me for doping? Like, I'm going to be taking heels, bitches. So, this, uh, what's AJ Agazar going to do to piss everyone off? There's a lot of questions. <laughs> now, <laughs> in this division. Now here's the
1: thing, Kev. You may be looking at flow grappling right now, and it says total 15. Yeah. So, I'd like to give an honorable mention to the potential entry because we lost. Eddie Cummings, and that would have been a shame because all of us are always looking for that Geo and uh, Eddie rematch. But I want to say this, guys. I think between our three picks, if we're being honest, that could be podium. Do we all agree on that? Yes. Yes. Okay, our
0: three I think are fairly well, strong candidates for podium. I but... love Geo and Kobrinya in the championship. If I have to, if I oh. had, to, if I got to pick first or second, <laughs> um, I think you two. I wanted Name. to
1: press upon him, but I didn't want to take up too much more time. But I wanted to ask young Mr. Krikorian, don't you want to see the old man take on Geo?
2: <laughs> Wait, you mean Kogrina and Geo in the
1: finals? Heck yeah! <laughs> okay, well then stop calling him an old man, dork. You're 19 years old. <laughs> Everyone's old to him. <laughs> to time. his defense, I I he's 19. I'm...
0: I'm 31, and he's getting upset. It feels like I'm up too late. I'm just saying. Okay, let's move to minus 77. Before we go there, though, Kev, (laughs) there's that
1: mystery 16, and this is what I wanted to bring up, because you did an honorable mention. I want to do one, too. I'm going to make a bold prediction. What if that 16th, and this is our honorable mention to one Nikki Ryan. Here's my case. Ooh, he took second what? at a trial's here. What? And we Ooh. have yet to hear anybody get mentioned nope. as a replacement he did not, in 16. He did not take second. He didn't oh, he, he didn't third. take second. You're he right. took third They're at third. both
2: trials the East and West Coast. Oh, um um then who took anyone second? deserves that spot. If anyone deserves that spot, it's Ricky Lule, and I think you know that.
1: That's true. I love Ricky as well. I'm just saying What's the airfare's probably at? already been purchased. So if Ricky's not getting a call right now. I think they play their favorites, and that's no disrespect to Ricky, yeah. who's a beast. No, it's no, it's just I, I get you. a thing. I wonder if he's like the fifteenth, you know? Ooh. Yeah, I
2: wonder actually. That would be that would be crazy. I'm so
0: anyway, okay with either of those choices, with. by the way. I want to put a Absolutely. hefty vote in behind either Ricky, Ricky or. If you're listening to this Mickey. right now,
1: you know I got mad love for you, so do not listen to anything. <laughs> you know, Mister Kikorian tries to put. Over in this conversation. Kev, let's look at the Minus 77,
0: 77. I'm going to give you everybody really quickly Lachlan Giles, Taro Pilampi, Mansur Singh Kara, Felipe Caesar, Marcelo Lapella Mafra, Ozamazan Kazimov, Wagner Roca, Oliver Taza, Gary Tonin, Lucas Lepre, JT Torres, Gilbert Burns, DJ Jackson, celsus Vincius. Leo Casqueo Saguiaro Enrique Coco. God. Whew, what a division. Uh, I am gonna give. I was going to make Keith go first on this one. I'll go second. Raph, you can go third in a true act of torture.
1: All right. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Um, well,
2: my pick for 77 is going
0: to be <laughs> JT Torres. <laughs> oh, curveball comes um, out of the 19-year-old. I like it.
2: Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing: is is JT's from? He's from San Diego, and I actually have have, have have seen him. I've never trained with him. I've seen him around around town a few times. I've never, I never like you know, never got a picture with him or anything. But I wish. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> he man, he's so this is I believe it's got to be his. So it's his second um ADCC. First one was in 2013. He was supposed to compete in 2015. I don't I don't think he did because of an injury. Um, but he's coming back for this ADCC. If you recall in 2013, the only reason that he did not make it to the finals was because of one Kron Gracie in a match where we kind of saw that, um, that Kron was on fire. And, and, and yeah. I think JT had it been another guy that day, he, he would have made it to the finals and, and, who knows? He he could have beat Octavio Souza, but
0: God, I'm um, getting so excited this, just talking about this. But, sorry, keep going. this oh is, my gosh. This oh, is but, such an awesome sorry. division too. <laughs>
2: um, but 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 for 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 this Abu Dhabi, I think he takes um, this kind of extended uh, not break period, but 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 rest from com- from active, super active competition like he used to be, and he's gonna he's gonna go into this tournament feeling refreshed feeling re-energized and he's gonna he's gonna take all the experience from IBJJF from past ADCC and he's gonna take it all the way to the finals and, and eventually win
0: I love it and first of all friend boy. of the podcast JT Torres yeah. been on many oh, times he yes he's yeah, been on the podcast it? yeah
2: oh can you can you give me his number or no <laughs>
0: rap oh, okay, has okay, it in get, our good-looking grappler lockbox <laughs> you're not allowed
2: to- okay I I, I won't be looking for that
0: when
1: I go over for,
2: this, for the ADCC stream, but but okay. <laughs> Try and open my I will, dying I will phone. be looking for I that. I guarantee you <laughs> it's going to
1: outsmart you because I've literally been like smashing it like the Hulk to make it like go on its dying legs before I get this iPhone 8. Oh. That's not I'm important. excited
0: <laughs> to make my pick, Lucas Lepre. <laughs> he Ooh. has been dominating shit. I have no reason to believe yeah. he won't be. I'm surprised he's in minus 77. I like him there. But Lucas mm. Laprie has looked dangerous at in the legs, yeah. in the conditioning, just in general he looks very difficult. And that's people that others in his division struggle with. I'm excited to see what he's been up to in his magic lab of wizardry. And I'm going Lucas Lepree kicking it to Raph for your choice, and we'll let the guy who goes third name the honorable mention. I like that as a strategy. Fine. Fine. <laughs> um.
1: Uh, guys. Oh, ladies I'm gonna and go gentlemen. ahead. Yeah. Um I'm hitting you guys up from Finland right now. It's Gary. Um Gary Tonin. I'm gonna go ahead and pick for Roth, because uh yes, yeah, like
0: Absolutely. Lame. I fucking hate him.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say myself. Of because, course you
0: would. You piece uh, of shit. Hey well hey, well, friend of the well, podcast to Gary Tonin, ladies and gentlemen. Really
1: really nice how you you treat your your guests here, Kev. I got mad love for you too. Anyway, well, um, hold on. This would be the part in a conversation where I would do a really lame joke from Step Brothers or something because I only know Will Ferrell jokes. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm on fire, and uh, that's not just what I I piss. I'm literally on fire, and uh, you can't stop me. So,
0: Uh, gentlemen, Gary (laughs) Toned, cast
1: chicks and championships.
0: Gary Toned. I like that choice. I, I like that well theatrically articulated Raph Esparza.
1: Uh, I'm back. Oh, I'm sorry. Raph, welcome um, back. Yes. Gary Tonin,
0: I assume, is your choice as you yielded your floor time <laughs> to him. You know, it's hard this, to
1: reclaim it after this. We've always
0: said this show is like <laughs> Congress. We will to, uh, yield the floor <laughs> if you can get a delegate to give you time. That's Absolutely. been our rule since day one. So, can
1: I? Okay, I want to say I hate Keith's uh, pick because we love JT more what? than he does. Um, but may I make what? a little quick thing here? <laughs> our our honorable mention is going to be this: you can't do a tournament like this where there's a little bit of wrestling involved. And a little bit of boredom that goes Uh-oh, in. Oh, I know where this saying, is going. Oh, no, I know where Jackson... this. I yes, <laughs> okay. I can feel it rolling. <laughs> I was like, you're pushing DJ... the DJ Jackson
0: ball down the down the hill.
1: I just like <laughs> DJ can be very dangerous in this rule set. I don't know that he's going to get the most submissions, but when it can, you know really counts to like standing up and being in the fight, he's definitely there. So to that much, I can say to you guys. Um, could definitely be an issue, and as much as I'd love to see Wagner Roca uh, slap somebody, um, unfortunately AJ is not in this division, so it doesn't look as <laughs> exciting to me in that there. And I also, you know, props to Ollie. Ollie is amazing, but I feel like DJ always excels in these areas that reward this. And you may recall that DJ gave. Gary some trouble yeah. at a Florida tournament that yes. in just invented rules as they went
0: along. Yeah, that was but a slightly quite... less hard to nail down rule set.
1: But that's the I think the biggest weakness for Gary is is while it's exciting for us to watch him go after these submissions, uh, there is that hole for points. So yeah, it, it is a it is a big risk, and I hate saying that that you hate seeing <sighs> someone who goes for the submission come in at a risk. I think that's that's a terrible perspective. Also.
0: But... At least for a strategy, it does exist. Davi Ramos out due to MMA commitments. Hey, let me ask, Keith, would you fight here or minus 166?
2: Uh, definitely in 66. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: you're 19, so yeah. it's on the table. Let's, okay, that's awesome. That's good to know. All right. Well, I'm still not picking you in that category. But I'll think about <laughs> okay. it if you get the envelope. <laughs> in eight years, Kev
1: will revisit this, when he's, like, about to crush the under 66 division. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they created a 44 and cute division that he just crushes. Okay. Uh Let's. Are you guys ready to move on to yeah, minus 88? Good. First yeah. of all, good yeah. luck moving on to minus 88. I'm going to go ahead and put an asterisk next to this one. Most exciting <laughs> category. Yeah. Uh, category. Sorry. Yeah. I was watching the other Most exciting weight class. All right. First, from Australia, Craig Jones, who has an unbelievable leg lock game and an everything yeah. game. Jesse Yerholen. I love Yerholen. That's <laughs> no, that's holen, it. Kevin. <laughs> James Brosco. Super tough name. Mario Santana. Mario is one of my favorite nogi fighters and just dangerous from everywhere. Oh, Canyon Duarte. Kit Kendale. John Salter. Marcin Freshowitz. Hamilo Barrao. I guess fresh off rehab yeah,
1: at this point you could just say first names that i, I think we know
0: keenan gordon pablo shandri oh. low danis rustam that is a fucking insane division uh i believe
1: oh, you go first oh I'm i first have one. to go
0: first great easy uh raf goes <laughs> second keith you get to go third you get to pick our okay. that, easiest job of the tournament so far you have to pick our Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going Keenan. Keenan's pissed off and on a mission Mm -hmm. and has looked fantastic, and I'm excited to see his no-gi worm guard that he pulls off. Uh, And this hurts because I have to – This, you know, I'm going north of the Shanji, who I can't believe is in this category. This uh, weight class is unbelievable. I'm going with Keenan. Easy. He just uh, most well-rounded. Maybe that'll do it in this division. Raf. I don't want to pick. You I have abstain. to pick. Yeah, don't, leave, don't do not that to me. You can't just, uh, just push me off the flank.
1: I can, because you know what the best part is? I can make Keith <laughs> do his pick now and still technically be third and then come back for...
0: Pass is awesome.
1: <laughs> Nobody said you couldn't pass. It's a rule. I looked it up. <laughs> you have to okay. go. Go for it.
2: Okay. Well, uh, impossible to pick a winner in this division. Uh, I mean, I would say Keenan. Um but you know what? You know who you have to look out for, who not a lot of people have been exposed to, but is absolutely phenomenal. Is, is John Salter, yeah, uh, winner, winner of the West Coast Trials. Uh, you guys might recall that he beat both he beat Josh Hayden, Kyle Bain, Josh Hinger, and DJ Jackson all in one day. Um, Would he beat with, Josh with Hayden?
0: A, we were aghast. Everyone was. I mean, we oh, that's oh a tough guy gosh. to beat.
2: That, that that was yeah that was a that was a huge win followed up by by I believe three okay yeah so we had five matches total followed up by three more huge wins so that was that was pretty incredible uh, what he brings is, is is this like just strong man style insane wrestling really really good awareness and and just like a a, a mentality that like that he knows exactly how to win you know um it really accomplished mma fighter I, I think he only has like three losses in his whole career uh he's coming up on like a middleweight title in bellator but he's the guy you got to look out for in this division i'm not saying he'll win way but i think he could easily easily place
0: way to zig keith kakorian on the mic there's a lot of potential here <laughs> raf now you have to pick pass No, no, it's like, it's not like (laughs) the next division gets lifely easier.
1: No, I want you guys to just understand where I'm at,
0: okay? Pick Gordon for fuck's sake or Lowe. I mean, here's
1: where I'm at it's between Gordon and Lowe. Because would I love to see that in a final? Yes. Do I know that would happen in a final? Absolutely not. Keith just mentioned Mm -hmm. John Salter, and he's now starting to be called a possible upset machine, and that's because he has great pressure. That was one of the reasons he was able to stop Josh Hayden, but it didn't stop there. His whole run during his epic North American trials here out in Anaheim was the fact that he was able to really condition what it is that he did to stop games. So could that stop Mm -hmm. Leandro Lowe? I don't know, dude. You know, and Dylan is always dangerous, so that's a possibility. Rustum has a lot of experience as well. Yeah. We're looking at a batshit category.
0: Craig Jones, Mario, it's insane.
1: So here's what I'm doing. I'm now, I'm, guys, it's between Lowe and Gordon. And I'm going to flip a coin, because I can't. <laughs> and here's what's happening. Heads, it's going to be Gordon. Tails, it's Leandro. And... The result is head, so I'm going Gordon Ryan.
0: Love it. And I
1: guess <laughs> Love it. the the real reason behind it is this. Gordon's on fire. He's probably on all the steroids in the world. Perfect. Allegedly. <laughs> and Leandro Lowe could be too. I mean, who knows? Um, I just – I have an appreciation for both of these guys and what they do. Are we really going to see the, the coronation of Gordon Ryan uh, being as dangerous as he could be very potentially? Um, But one of the reasons I really want to put Leandro Lowe in there is because Leandro Lowe has a really good understanding of rules, and he knows how to take himself out when he's in danger, a.k.a. disengage. That is a very, very, very good skill to have in a rule set that could very easily come to cripple you. And we've seen time and time again he's very aware of his positions. Kev, somebody in here in this weight class is going to be submitted that we're going to be shocked by. This (laughs)
0: This <laughs> weight class is going to be must watch every round.
1: Yeah, so yep. that's yep. that's my
0: note. All right, Keith,
1: who's the honorable mention?
2: Honorable mention. Oh gosh, uh, probably probably Chiziev. I okay. mean, geez, Louise. that that guy is just massive. he is. Huge. <laughs> he's he's he is so huge.
1: big, so physical, big, big, <laughs> cool. so like, he's, 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 very. Nightweight, <laughs> like, so um, putting it. <laughs>
0: Well, imagine he being is, the guy that has is. to fight Shanji or him in the first oh, round. God. Like, that sucks. Pablo is over there. Good <laughs> stuff all around. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take you guys to minus 99, where Raph, yeah. we're back to our original. Raph goes first. Keith goes second. I go third. Okay. <laughs> this division is arguably easier than the previous one because one isn't. Allegedly. We start with Roman Dolidge. Camille Um Elliot Kelly, Muhammad Ali, Diego Hibero, Yukisawa Ozawa, Paul Ardila, Abraham Baurav, Yuri yep. Samos, Luis Panza, Rafael Lovato Jr., Felipe Pena, Jay Oasis, Jake Shields, Mike Perez, Jeff Munson. Raf.
1: Kev, I, I can't go anywhere else. There's a, a rule on our show that says my namesake always produces high results. If you look it up statistically on our show, the Rafael's always win in the fights. This one has a lower statistical probability because it's not a 50-50. It's one out of 16. But we rather die with Rafael Lovato Jr. I'll tell you why. He's resourceful. I've seen him up close. Yeah, Make the case. I've seen him. Dickhead.
0: <laughs> if I'm just, you can. I want to put
1: this out there because I know who you guys are both going to pick, and they're, they're going to be amazing people in this category. <laughs> but Lovato tools with younger kids on a regular basis, and it's disgusting how good it is. Yeah. I think you can never count him out, and even mm-hmm. though he is getting older, uh, I still feel that he's at the very least going to podium, but I'm pulling for him to win. So I, I hope – he comes through and i gladly accept whoever the two of you guys are putting in uh as your selections. Keith
0: Corian, minus -66 fighter. Okay. Um you say 66 or 99? I
2: Sorry. was
0: just referring to you. You're a -66 oh, fighter. Oh, that is me. Oh. We're Good choosing job. the <laughs> me, opposite minus of 99. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) not if you're struggling to make 145 like i love you but watching you fight felipe Benya would be a fun experience that would be for sure fun.
2: (laughs) that would be good that would be a good time you Um, versus jeff munson
0: his big ass thigh Uh (laughs) i like your chances but that's tough
2: (laughs) i don't like my chances um anyways uh you wonder this vision um it's pretty easy to 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 look at the favorites here, to look at the Lovato, so we, the Felipe Pena's uh, is Claudio Calasans not in this division? No, no, no. Next one. Um, Why? Or,
1: or uh, did you a reports, did, kid?
2: Is he? Isn't he? No, he's seventy-seven. Okay, sorry. Anyways, um, and then uh, but he has a super fight, I think, with Andre. That's what happens,
0: you have to defend in the fight. Yeah, it was like, he won last year, so he fights a big guy.
2: Okay, anyways, um, and then you could look at Yuri Samoy's. My pick is going to be Mike Perez, uh, another Autos guy, a guy who we've seen around for a long time, uh, a guy who understands these rule sets very well. He's a good IBJJF guy, uh, trains with the Monster team, trains directly under Andre, I believe, uh, with Hinger, with JT, with... Uh all those guys, all those killers, uh I think he's gonna pull up the upset and make to the finals and then win. Yeah.
0: yeah, so I uh love Felipe Pena in this division. Yeah. Especially if he can avoid Lovato to the finals. Mm. I think that greatly improves his chances. I <laughs> love I love his all around over game and he's so tall that this division gets really tough even when he pulls you in his guard. And I want to give our honorable mention to Muhammad Ali, who I believe is going to be extremely yeah. tough and trained for violence in this. <laughs> You've also got your 88kg champion from last year, Yuri Samos, in this category. So uh, this should be interesting. And again, we lost Hadolfo to MMA Such commitments. A bitch. So that's two it. people, Hadolfo and fucking Davi Ramos, to MMA commitments. <laughs> Hertz, MMA, thank you very much. All right, let's move to the plus 99 KG category. Keith, you're going to start us out. I will okay. name the fighters. This is my favorite because it's just plus 99. It's just, I don't know how big they are, but they're coming, and here we go Orlando Sanchez, Armand Zanpizov, Kamzit Stambulov, Tom de Blas, Victor Honorio, Hideki Sakine, Casey Hellenberg, Abdullah Ruslan, Vinny Magales, Alberto Cyborg Abreo, Marcus Buchecha, Jared Dopp, Tim Spriggs, Bruno Bastos, Johnny Pique Petelianen, and Jess yeah. Childry. Lead us off, Keith. Who do you think wins this?
2: Okay, well, first off, um, an exciting addition who was originally not supposed to be in was Jesse Ray Childre. That guy's really, really good, and and he got second at the West Coast Trials, but he more than deserves a spot in in, um, ADCC, so I'm super happy to see him in there. I'm not picking him to win, um, and I think I'm probably going to pick both of your picks or at least one of your picks. To win is going to be Bouchesha. Uh, What? Um, Yeah. uh,
0: Yeah. uh, i don't know i just don't see it. you know what make the case knock yourself out
2: yeah yeah i mean it, it's hard to see right but but man has, has there ever been uh, just a, a a bigger a bigger beast um <laughs> in in a division like like 99 kilos i mean you have you have your orlando Sanchez's. you have your tom de you have your other balls of, of fat and 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 mixed in with a little bit of muscle but Jesus. then you have a bushesha and someone who can latch on to you and just make you question every pull-up you've ever done in your life to see if it was actually worth it he' he's, he's far more physical far more uh, far more pressure heavy far he's just stickier and uh, I think he can <laughs> I think he can get on anyone's back and 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 make them Give up their necks just because of how how physically strong he is and how and how adept he is in pretty much every aspect of the game. Mm.
0: Raph. Oh wait, no, it's it's me up next. I'm sorry. I'm ready yeah. to go. Okay. Well, this makes my choice super easy. Recent champion, <laughs> still all around hard to submit, friendly badass <laughs> cyborg is in this event. The Vinny yeah. Kryptonite, the pisser offer, and the mentor of the Chach. You never know what kind of stuff that's going to do to you. The to stop immediately. The Chach is what we're calling him, Raph, no. for a while. No. He chose <laughs> Keith chose the Chach. I'm choosing the Cyborg.
1: <laughs> I know, but the chase has over. To stop as a nickname. <laughs> I don't allow it.
0: You're up. All right, you
1: fuckers. You both took really good people. And I would like to say that you would leave me with nobody. But that would overlook Orlando Sanchez because homeboy are <laughs> big um, yeah. and tough. That's the biggest thing about this category. You can't overlook. Toughness is a, a giant criteria for this because, as you know, you don't know how big these people are going to be. So, rough. I'll go Vinny because, nice. as you mentioned – cyborg was a little bit of kryptonite to vinny but one thing that vinny does do very well is make adjustments to his game He does and you can never overlook the fact that for somebody so adept at understanding the ibjf mentality vinny plays in a very similar style that could be the submission honor he's got that great 10th planet background as well as a traditional background and Mm -hmm. get off me for traditional but He mixes it up. And I really have to say this because this is my favorite thing about Vinny. I noticed this past year Vinny started appearing at a little bit more IBJJF competitions. And I can't help but think, hmm, why would he be there? What's he doing there? Why is he putting on a gi? And I think it's always to stay sharp. So I think that Vinny made it out there to the point where he said, I want to be fresh and I want to be ready for what's coming up. So I don't think this guy has just been training for ADCC for just a couple months. I think it became a mentality shift after the last one. And I would love to see him do it because he always provides great matches. Now, having said that, if we're looking at, uh, you know, honorable mentions, (sighs) you have Jared Dopp, who took second in this category to Orlando Sanchez for their never ending match from last year. (laughs) You have Tim Spriggs. who's just a button of energy. Yeah. Uh, cool. As as Keith mentioned, shout out to Jesse Ray, who just found out last week he's going to this. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Casey Hollenberg is also a beast. But I'll give yeah. a shout out to the jiu-jitsu male Oprah, yep. Tom DeBlass. Nice. Because he says this is going <laughs> to be his last too. one. <laughs> yeah. And you know what, Kev? If I wouldn't give him a shout out, he'd probably write 12 <laughs> quotations that he would quote himself on in response <laughs> to haters
0: Host because that's what he does. questioning what your <laughs> motives are and he
1: would say something to the effect of hey guys this is, this is tom uh you know i'm getting i'm getting a lot of questions from people asking me is this really your last adcc and yeah it is man i'm just i'm not gonna do anymore but you know what don't stop punching keep aspiring to your dreams Live your life. Now, why do we call him the, uh, the male Oprah of jiu-jitsu? Very simple. You get a trip because... to Brunswick. You get a trip no, no, to Brunswick. No, no. <laughs> you can literally take any one of his inspirational sayings and add the word girl at the end of it, and it's Oprah. <laughs> literally read any one of his long quotations that he puts out or his quoting of himself and just add girl to the end of it. And it's like... You gotta keep doing all the things to achieve your dreams, girl.
0: girl. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. okay. Uh who do you guys preliminarily throw me a name for? uh the absolute. I think you have to throw the mm. cha in as an early. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe. Do, Kenan. do we know
1: the rules? How people get invited into? Yeah, the thing. Don't you have to podium? You do have to, and then you. they bring you in. So I like but then Lovato. I think that they haven't.
0: I think Lovato's in the uh, discussion. Actually, then.
2: I don't. I don't think you have to podium. Um, because Gary has been in it exactly. a few times.
1: So um, I don't know what their I, screwy I, rules I are,
2: dude. I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just saying. I like the Chach. I like oh, Lovato. Um, you know, anybody um, in that size category. I'm big in. I
2: I actually sorry. Uh, I I like Gordon in the absolute better. You go. than I like Him in his own
0: way. class. <laughs> like that. Uh oh, sneaky great call from the 19 year old. No, we that was you got podcast approval. We like that take. That that yeah, was for us. You gotta
1: you gotta know that this has been the like version of Battleship that he's been waiting to play his whole life. Like he's over okay. on there being like, oh, Mr. Sparza chose
0: that. Oh, I'll get him. <laughs> Well, it's true. (laughs) I believe I get to choose first in this next one, which makes me very lucky. The women's minus 60 kilogram. Mackenzie Dern, Bianca Basillo, Ricoya Yuasa, Fifon Dovis, Michelle Nicolini, Beatrice Mesquita, Talita Alencar, Elvira Carpinen. I'm choosing Mackenzie Dern. Raph, you're up second. You're in the hole here. Uh, Mackenzie Dern's easy. She's been winning it. She will win it. And this is just a formality. Raf,
1: I have a great deal of respect for Mackenzie Dern, but I also got mad love for our friend Michelle Nicolini, who mm. I don't know what she's been up to lately, but I know one thing. She said hello to me, and Ooh. that's good enough to get my approval Also, the fact that she she wink at you also, she did. You know, for whatever reason, (laughs) she is friends with us and I still don't get it. But she enjoys (laughs) our nonsense. And most people I would think like her, I'd be like, oh, she would never like us. And she's like, you guys are very funny. Thank you so much for all the humor. And I'm like, does that translate? Really? Okay, if you say so. So yes, she enjoys us, we enjoy her. Also, I mean, look up her history. It's pretty good. The person who gives her the most amount of trouble is one Mackenzie Dern. So I'll watch them, as we've said on the show a million times, I'll watch them match up at any time. And it's entirely possible we'll see it. Keith, who do you got?
2: Yeah, um, that that's that's a really good pick. I mean, if, if I had to pick my finals match, it would be Mackenzie versus uh, Michelle. But there are some other uh, dark horses to look at. Fiona Davies is actually...
3: Yeah, really yeah. really
2: solid she uh she had a really she had a a, a one-and-done match at EBI um but she went against Talita Alencar who's actually also in this and uh she did really well she I believe she took her back and she had her in some really tough spots um the thing that the thing to remember about uh Fionn is that, that she mostly trains with guys and, and big guys like uh, um like not Lachlan Giles um Dara O'Connell and uh, and and that whole squad and and she's really really tough and scrappy. Um, I think that's that's a woman to keep, to keep your eyes on this weekend.
0: Okay. Yeah, and Talita is gonna bring. Yeah. She's gonna honorable mention her way because of just pure submission attempts, right? Like that's that's <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So women sixty plus. Uh, I'll start the list. Raf, you have to go first. mm Keith, you're on deck. Then I get to go third. Okay. Talita, Tereza Noguera, Tara White, Samantha Cook, Jessica Flowers, Gabby Garcia, Amanda Santana, Venla, Luconen, Marisa, Maliaziak, Rafa Sparza. This
1: one's tough. Yeah. I'm do, trying to do figure you out. the
0: giant in the category or do you not? <laughs>
1: the gambler in me says, take Gabby. And I am. And it sucks because I wish whoever takes this next one, uh, really, really goes well with it. And I think you would, you would be well to do so because she has a lot of momentum going, but also, I mean, Kev, I've seen a lot of reliable videos of Gabby Garcia beating up 50 year old women in MMA. And she I think that's unstoppable.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially the more Asian and rotund, the better <laughs> Keith, <laughs> sir.
2: Yep. Um, yeah, Gabby's a pretty easy pick, but I'm gonna go with North American Trials winner Tara White. She actually beat uh, one of my friends, uh, Kendall Roosing, in the finals. Um, and dude, if if you can, yeah, if, if you can stop Kendall uh, from just tossing you on your face, uh, you you're, you got a good chance at any tournament. <laughs> and uh, let alone the fact that Tara has been winning everything. She she I I cannot think of the last time I've seen her lose. Um, and I think she's going to take the momentum, uh, into a finals match with Gabby and then surprise everyone by a, by a, a, close, but, 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 uh, but a win nonetheless.
0: Well, this makes it easy for me. I'm going threat with... to Nogueira because when in any doubt, take the Brazilian fighter, just do it <laughs> in this type of tournament environment. You can't go wrong. Uh, and we'll give Amanda Santana some n- nice shout-out on the honorable mention list. The ladies are primed for some more great fights. i, I got to say,
1: Kev, I'm a little surprised nobody went Jessica Flowers just because she's also got momentum, too. Like, yeah. She has been yeah. very quietly putting together a nice assembly. The reason why I had to hesitate is, I mean, Gabby. Gabby going to Gabby. As much <laughs> as you want to go against the science you can remember the matches where Gabby just said, um, I put you down now. And then she yeah. just does super easily. And there's not really anything you can do about it. So well, maybe, I don't know,
0: man. Maybe Jessica will heel hook her. Uh, I mean, I've seen, I've of... seen
1: Jessica definitely put in a lot of, uh, sneaky kind of out there kind of things. I wish her the best. She's a friend she's, of ours she's as good. well. So, yeah, she's,
0: so this, there's that. Interesting division. There's a, uh, yeah. Again. So, Okay. Uh, super fights. Andre Gavall fights Claudio Clausen's for the battle of the champions. I love that they do that. The last yeah. two it's, it's really great. Chael Sonnen fights Leo Vieira in a battle of the champions. Nope. Nope. Not a battle of champions of any kind. <laughs> so please make sure not to. And then Henzo Gracie fights Sinai Kukuta. So that'll be a fun battle of, um, you know, Why not? more seasoned grapplers. But we're all thumbs up, and everybody's looking forward to some ADCC. Uh, do we want to chat fights? I know we're we're running into the hour sixteen mark. We've I think we'll Keith. just say
1: this, Keith. Uh, did you have anything that stood out to you yesterday? There were a lot of finishes at UFC, uh, and also we want to say this just for a reminder to everybody out there. Before I let Keith respond, uh, verbaltapcast.com dot com to go sign up for our ADCC raffle. Not only are we going to be giving out those prizes to everybody who wins their division. So let's say, you know, you get on the the Chach train and he wins, and you had him, you win. And if he goes an absolute, you might win twice. Thank you so. So much go sign up at uh, <laughs> verbaltapcast.com. And during the telecast, we're actually going to be going on live. Uh, and just to let you guys know, we will not be airing the matches. We are not those people. We will be doing a live stream of our reactions to the matches and possibly a super fight between, I don't know, say, Keith Kikorian and somebody at the house for the L.A. (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu Club. to stop. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how much you (laughs) piss me off. But uh, (laughs) I do want to say we'll be doing tons of prop bets. Uh, I'll be reading Jiu-Jitsu horoscopes for when things get tired or slow. Uh, We'll be taping uh, prop bets. <clears throat> prop bets are not limited to how many people are going ADCC style aka no rash guard we'll also be doing uh, a ton of uh, how many submissions are going just for funsies so that you guys are playing along at home because here's the idea you're nerds you're watching it and you don't have anybody who's going to be up at that ungodly hour but we will be so come join your friends here at verbal tap it's going to be a fun time and we've got some good surprise guests who will be stopping by either the house Or maybe somewhere else. I don't know. We'll see. So, verbaltapcast.com to sign up for our raffle. Keith, anything that stuck out to you yesterday at UFC Pittsburgh?
2: Yeah, um, there. like you said, there's a lot of finishes, a lot of knockouts. Uh, The the obvious, like, standouts were probably Uriah Hall, uh, Luke Rockhold. Those were super impressive. But there's one uh, fight that they didn't get as much attention because it was the first match of the night it was on the the fs2 prelims i think and it was uh adcc's very own gilbert burns um he scored a pretty gnarly knockout a sick walk away off just like the most winging uh, right hand you'll ever see but <laughs> a lot of power behind it and he looked he looked uh he
1: looked really good he's he's Isn't a that dangerous he's... to happen right before adcc bt dubs though
2: yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, eh, he got fourth last time, so I mean, he's he's probably the he was the best he was the best of, of all the MMA fighters that competed last time, so I think oh he God. can
1: yeah. I mean Augusto yeah. Mendes might might be like, Yo Braj, did you see oh, what gosh. I did to Eddie? So <laughs> just saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tanquinho Tinquinho is gonna be a, a tough one actually. I I forgot about him. And he plays third. So he did better
1: than than Gilbert actually. Anyways, um, impressive performance. Those of us from... with better memories, it's fine. It's no big deal. You're still young. You'll catch up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that, so that was cool. Uh, let me go through and run through some of these. Of course, Kev. I thought this was really funny. Uriah Hall gets the opportunity to get pounded on for like a billion shots. <laughs> yeah, he was. Comes good with back it. into the fight, and then all of a sudden, against Jotko. Uh, who's like struggling to finish all these things and is looking like, do I really have to kill this man? And the ref's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then Uriah Hall gets a couple good shots in, and the ref's like, all right, clean now we're done. The
0: fuck out. It's like, well, I've seen enough. Everybody's <laughs> tired here.
1: Yeah. So I thought that was interesting and still pretty fun. Uh, I just want to bring to attention a couple things. Gregor Gillespie really, really impressed me. When the the boxing fisticuffs action was happening, this was the match. It was Gregor Gillespie versus Jason Gonzalez. And these two people were fighting with amped up energy as if they knew people might want to tune into that other fight. And credit to them. And Kev, just to put icing on the cake, guess what he finished with?
0: The podcast official joke. Yes,
1: sir. That would be the arm triangle choke, and did it with uh, with pizzazz, one might say. Mike Perry did a great job using a knee to knock out Alex Reyes to the point where uh, he didn't upset his mohawk at all during the fight. And the Kendall Luke Rockhold returned to form after a very kind of rough first round mm-hmm. uh, in David Branch, and then basically was saying GSP
0: needs to get up and leave town. Yep. I enjoyed that. Just stop doing what you're doing. I was like, I don't think that's going to be effective. Uh, you know what? Do you? He was
1: so boring. And, Kev, I, I know that we're we're pressed on time, but I do know we had uh, access. I have a note here that says he wants to talk.
0: Yay! Okay. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, seating the floor, we are prepared to hear from Luke Rockhold.
1: No, no, not from Luke Rockhold.
0: Oh, Oh, how He's could I? I? From GSP, friend of the podcast. <laughs> uh, obviously. Ole,
1: ole, ole, ole. G-S- GSP, here to clear the air. GSP, are you
0: going to drop out of fighting and do as Luke Rockhold said and just disappear?
1: No, first of all, Luke Rockhold, who is that? I, I, <laughs> I don't, don't right? know. I honestly forgot. I don't, I don't know who he is. Uh, but I will tell you one thing. I am uh, better looking than him. Yes, no?
0: Yes, and yes, no. Yes, yes.
1: of course. Now, uh, Phillips Cavan, I will ask you, who is uh, this uh, tiny man who was on the uh, the call with you?
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you would actually appreciate his softness. This is Keith. <laughs> he is actually canadian Asking how he behaves.
1: Ah, yes, yes. I can hear it in him. It is uh, the overt politeness and inability to curse. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes, yes, no. That's that I will tell you one uh, thing, Keith, uh, you are you are young, like GSP was once. Did uh, you <laughs> ever have uh, uh, any problems with uh, bullies? Yes. Oh, you did? Uh, that <laughs> makes me very don't sad really to want to, Don't really want to open up that can of worms right now, George, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, don't worry, George <laughs> is uh, going to pull it out of you like Barbara Walters. Yes, yes, uh, GSP is well referenced. But uh, let me tell you a story real quick. Uh, GSP was bullied so hard that he became good at karate and then uh, UFC champion. End of story. Also, you can read about it at Rafa Sparza on Suited Magazine. Yes, so. is a Good article. Yes, yes, so. no. yes don't, no. Don't interrupt my plug here. Anyway, oh, I guess that was all I was really coming here to talk about with you guys. But uh, Boy, the Kendall, I did not care for what he said. I was uh, not <laughs> impressed with the caliber of his uh, language. Aha, GSP. <laughs> Number one still in your hearts and in your minds. All right, goodbye, everybody. Ladies and Ole, gentlemen. Bye. Like. Don't soon. say goodbye to me. I'm singing right now. I cannot hear you. Oh, our bad. Shut okay. up, you decorian. Hey. GSP. <laughs>
0: He's very specific. Me. You, you can't take it too personally. <laughs> uh, thank you, GSP, for tuning in, Verbal tap. <laughs> and so you've heard it here he's not going to drop out so sorry luke you're gonna have to fight somebody else those are the rules
1: (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh well that was fun (laughs) kev i think we've reached the time where we need to say goodbye to keith but keith we look forward to having you at uh the house when we do the adcc stream i know you were so excited about this because you're a giant nerd when it comes to this stuff. Stop. Nope. You're going to make me yes. regret every aspect of what I'm saying. I already
0: do. I'm deep in the regret. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to like him. Now it's now I regret it. Listen, kid. Go no, on, no, on.
1: But I do want to say this because uh, I knew the minute that you did well today, we wanted to talk with you. Uh, in the very short time that you've been crushing it just with us from the USSGL, um, we, we've taken a, a big liking to the way that you do jujitsu, and nothing made me happier than to see you do well. And uh, I wanted to bring you on the show so that more and more people can understand, you know, yeah, you're 19, but you speak jujitsu at a much more mature age, and your jiu-jitsu itself uh, speaks for itself. So we're looking forward to seeing you compete. When is EBI for you, sir?
2: uh october 22nd i believe
1: okay great i hope that you uh clear your schedule so that you have something to do about that day <laughs> no i think i have class <laughs> <laughs> you're the one competitor who's like oh maddie i can't i have class sorry
0: can i just say as a college <laughs> professor i would love to get that email that was like hey can't make it to public speaking it's like what's your excuse i'm fighting in the eddie bravo invitation i'm like badass but i'm a rare (laughs) professor i think in that regard so anyway man
1: uh i'm so happy that you were able to take the time to chat with us today can we take care of any shout outs and sponsors for you sir
2: um well as you know Proven Nutrition treats me very well. <laughs> um, they're, they're super awesome. Shout out to Richie. He's <laughs> awesome. Um, and uh, I actually just got a new sponsor the other day. Um, it's called Rollsome Jiu-Jitsu Apparel. They have some cool t-shirts. And, and, oh, man, you are g- just keep your eyes open in the next few days for a couple of funny pictures I think you're going to really love or hate. Um, just keep your eye open. Yeah. They're pretty funny. Okay. For Anyways, that.
1: that's it. <laughs> Kev, do you have any closing words for our young man
0: here? Uh, come back soon. We'll have to bring you back and uh, yeah. nerd out on some jiu maybe. Maybe. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Big asterisk yes. next to the yes. maybe, Keith. There we go. Oh, come on. Just... Anyway, Keith, again,
1: very proud of you today, sir. It's uh, a Thank well-deserved uh, feather in your cap for a, a growing and continuingly uh, exciting to watch career. So keep it up,
0: young man.
2: Okay, thank you.
0: Thank you for having me. Rap a few weeks ago they said it was a statement for UFC when Conor McGregor held his own with Floyd Mayweather last night, the first big boxing event. Since the most recent big boxing event, I can safely say this time the MMA fans were not tuned in. You were, though. Yeah. Because you I mean, stay, you just stay locked in. You can't help yourself. No, I just, it was on.
1: That's really all it was. I had a vague interest because, I, you know, Kev, I wanted to see what this whole hub was about because. Awesome. You of. I words. just, thank you. I just, I'm, everybody said this was going to be the real match. And I got to tell you something, Kev. I remember when boxing used to be real, like real, real, not this fucking boxing judging bullshit that we're getting. I'm talking about when boxing was real three weeks ago, guys, when Conor McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather put on an exhibition for the ages. And by ages, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, they were less a older, decade
0: but... or so because it hasn't been that difficult. Oh,
1: God. But you know what, dude? At least that fight. Here's what I'll say. That fight, it overcame expectations because it lowered the bar so much. And I know that a lot of boxing traditionalists were like, eh, that's some flimsy bullshit. But like, it was entertaining. It was what it was. And it's going to do big numbers because it took us out of our element of what we know. And what we know is when boxing is like this, what did I message you with, Kevin, around the midpoint of the fight?
0: Uh, I actually I don't have the text pulled up. I wasn't prompted. Was it a Facebook message or a text? It was really? a Facebook
1: message. I messaged you because I said, there's something going to happen here. And I could just sense it.
0: Uh, Damn, man. Right as Gigi Canelo started, Gillespie and Gonzalez decided to put on a show.
1: They did, and that was good. But there was a moment where I said, if boxing...
0: Oh, got it. If boxing continues the way boxing continues, watch some disappointed fans.
1: I knew I could feel it in the air, Kev. You know, I have you this can sense about feel it.
0: Come, was this yeah. negative boxing fans? I literally could in feel. It was like tight. it looked like it was a close
1: competition to begin with, but then you could start <laughs> to feel like, oh, somebody's going to be really upset because I saw people saying like, oh, Canelo, he's just masterful in what he's doing. And I'm like, yo, I'm seeing Triple G kind of light him up. Like, I'm not saying this isn't a close bout, but I just, I clearly seem to think that one person's doing a little bit better. And uh, they kept mentioning the stats. And everybody was like, don't bring stats into this. That doesn't mean anything. Whatever. I don't care. I go off of my gut and my feeling. And I just think to myself.
0: 2017. "Hmm, If you feel that way and someone else feels that way, it's a fact. Yeah,
1: exactly. If you can convince one other person, it's fact. But then we've got all the way to the end. And Adelaide Bird decided to give us a 118 score. Kevin, I will tell you with all certainty It was not 118. Now, I know a lot of people want to say it was just one judge, but it was enough to negate the purpose of doing any part of that. Now, I want to tell you guys the reason why this is so funny to me. It's because when we talk about boxing, we talk about this pure sport. And we love the fact that when boxing is great, it's amazing. And this fight was a lot of fun. But you know what sucked about it? The end result. So, yes – the judges basically made us have a shit show. And they justified whether you want to believe it's for money or not, and we might, that yeah, we're going to be doing this so that we can see an inevitable sequel. So, here's what I want to say um, I'm disappointed because I thought the two gentlemen, you know, Canelo and Triple G, put on a great show for us. And then they had it marred by this crazy shit. And, of course, you have Oscar De La Hoya who's going out and saying, like, I don't know, Adelaide, I mean, she she's done some good stuff before. And I'm like, this motherfucker was never stopping what he needed to say about McGregor and mayweather ruining the sport yet he's got a referee i'm sorry a judge who's been ruining the sport not just once but a couple times and yet that's a free pass so oscar can't even hold himself to his own standard for boxing here but that's not even why I'm mad it's you tearing I'm...
0: into the boxing industry at an advanced level i think people are I like want... wait is this wrestling no <laughs> this is Raph is zeroed in I just want people to
1: know that we would be more than willing to cut boxing some slack if they just met us halfway. That's all. That's really what we want. It is this idea where on ESPN, when you have an anchor going out of their way to say the system is rigged and it's going to trend, then maybe even if the system isn't rigged, It sure appears that way, and that is a problem that boxing is going to have and needs to continue to address. And if you are a boxing purist and you don't agree with this, I just really would like to hear how you could score 10 of the rounds for Canelo. And if you start with, I can make the argument for that, I need you to sit down because no, you cannot. All right, so let's do this. I did my favorite thing to do. Kevin, what's my favorite thing to do when it's something like this?
0: Complain about LeBron James.
1: Ugh that after that
0: oh uh write an article about it for suited Mag.
1: <laughs> after that i mean you can check out all my articles there will be an article on this going up but kev we basically ask our friends. you ask social
0: media their input in three words i'm just having a little fun r- <laughs> as as here's it, where we started it's like what would i do about it? it's like work uh <laughs> write an article <laughs> have an interview oh hold on outside of that Sorry, I didn't know what you meant. Yeah, if okay, you, you asked the audience. Where it starts off, though, because <laughs> Joe
1: Rogan basically started sucking Brandon Schaub's dick when he said that, yes, boxing's going to be corrupt. Huh? Now, that's not really all of that astute analysis. Anybody can say that. Uh, obviously, that's a thing, right? So let's not go off on that. But number two, isn't it strange that the person who became the best expert in boxing during Mayweather McGregor was now suddenly saying that boxing is corrupt three weeks after the fact that's weird and then on the same podcast they're, they're doing a fight companion so they're watching it live and you're watching the reactions we put this up on our page it's the one time that Eddie Bravo didn't take the conspiracy bait which hurt and I think it came back to hurt him so anyway we asked people to describe the fight in three words some people follow directions. Others did not. Kevin has some. I have some. Oh, I'm do start I? start you guys. Where off. did you? you do. Oh, okay, so I, got it. It I got it. I got it. I got Remember it. I got it. Remember what I was like telling you? Look at this. Yeah. All right. I'll start. Thor Skanky says, cost me $80. Oh.
0: <laughs> I like getting pissed early. Uh, here's one for you from Tony Barber. Raph should have judged. So that's a lot of faith in your ability to crush it early.
1: Well, or that I couldn't do any worse is really what it is. Uh, Another one comes from Mike Stallings. It says, everything is wrestling. Now, why does he say that? Very simple, guys. Because I love the fact that when they ask, like, Triple G, they're like, would you do a rematch? And he's like, yes, I would. Does that give us the money? Uh, Is that the script? (laughs) I don't, guys, I don't know. It just, it seemed like the most manufactured thing I've ever seen. Kev?
0: Bobby Emmons, Croc. Of shit. So oh. he would he agrees. He's in the scripted category. <laughs> <laughs> From his... In a way to abide by the three words.
1: I do enjoy this because Christopher <laughs> James Alec said, Boxing fucking stinks. And that was all Jim Norton kept repeating on the Fight Companion video that we posted. And he really did say it like nine times. It was amazing. So there's that,
0: Kev. We also had an arm on faithy war electrifying rigged. So there's more <laughs> there's multiple people in the lot we don't of poetry feel, there. We don't feel right about this.
1: Jacob Mills wrote manufacture the rematch. <laughs> uh,
0: Aaron Dacia corrupt judging shines with Pablo Castillo following him. Judge this dick, which I think <laughs> <laughs> I think, mean the same I think thing. he
1: meant like actually just judge's dick it's really <laughs> what he was saying like, was like giving this a i know this is
0: about boxing but how do i get in a quick uh just <laughs> D competition judging he
1: just wants to get in on that that uh tender action right there and uh do that uh robbie blum didn't follow any directions but it says <laughs> why is the flat earth or the most rational one in this video always a fair question mm-hmm.
0: thomas salvezzi damn you boxing with uh with drew weatherhead badly spelled kellogg question mark question mark uh
1: i wish that we could do becky dominguez's from uh, mad therapy but it just said how about in three emojis which by the way makes for compelling radio and that just goes to show you why their podcast (laughs) is the way it is
0: for the record i have done the three emojis i smiled i looked shocked and then i looked confused
1: uh, Let me see. Uh, Drew Weatherhead said badly spelled Kellogg. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm still trying to digest that one.
1: Can, can I take this one real quick? This is from my uncle. This is my uncle Vince. And it said a heck a lot better Vince than Lopez. the Mayweather McGregor. Followed
0: bars, no rules, by the way.
1: I just, I the hardest part about my uncle Vince is I want to give him his due and be like, Uncle Vince is one of the people I remember watching boxing religiously, so I know he felt passionately about this. And he basically was telling me, he's like, well, don't hate the fighters, don't hate this. And I'm like, I hate 118. He's like, yeah, that's fair. But a heck of a lot better than the Mayweather-McGregor farce. I mean, guys, let's be real. That boxing was at least fun if you didn't take it as seriously as you needed to. I still enjoyed myself. Kevin enjoyed himself. Kev, read the John Mejia one.
0: Booty, booty, booty. No, no, no. It's
1: booty, booty, booty.
0: <laughs> booty, booty, booty. Then, by the way, it's followed up with
1: rockin' everywhere.
0: And so. what the fuck from Keith Stacks. <laughs> and then right up, uh, what the fuck? Oh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Let's keep reading. GGG got got. <laughs> uh,
1: this one's great from Jonathan Madron, and it says, Trilogies make money.
0: I like Angel Diaz. Didn't see it, like, but I'm participating in this fucking three word description. And, I have Jeff, every intention.
1: I'll, I'll tell you this much: Angel Diaz and I got to roll today at <laughs> Jiu Jitsu at the park, and awesome. he came at me like I was uh, basically uh, lunch. Was what he was coming after that? But Gabe has a good one. I like that one. Big drama show. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan King uh, from Clinch Report said Nevada sucks ass.
0: And jared kirby with a real make them bjj and then emojis glasses you know sunglasses
1: so there's just a couple little small things we want to go and clean up on the instagram because we put up a very good dirty dancing meme and somebody put this up only herb one said ha ha canelo's countering was on display and his boxing was far better too people should really learn boxing no only herb one You should probably learn boxing a little bit yourself because major fighters themselves, people who, you know, actually fight for a living, uh, seem to agree that Triple G at least had the advantage in terms of who they thought should have won the fight. So uh, good try, though. I like swinging a miss on that
0: one. Hey, MMA. mm. Oh, go ahead. No, keep going.
1: This is another one where it said I put uh, in response to the uh, everything is wrestling. Of course, I want the rematch. The script says that we say that so we get more money. Right. This is from MMA, the truth is forever, 365, etc. And it said, yeah, all those punches were fake head jerking back, etc. Fake too, yeah, right. If there wasn't a knockout or if the fight was close, rematches are a standard, even in jiu-jitsu MMA. Judges are a case-by-case situation. Context. That's judge with the bullshit score is just the last one. Not all judges score like that later, then proceeds to go on. Uh, At cast. we all know boxing, striking, and grappling, BJJ, etc. are better in certain situations later. I responded with a very simple, uh, hey, glad you needed a second post to get your uh, thoughts together. And for technically keeping it 200, because he put uh, keeping it 100 at the end of his two notes there. So really, Kev, he kept it 200. 200, which is 100
0: better than keeping it 100. But
1: here's why I love boxing, because it brings out the stupidest fans. And this is the last one we're going to read here. Myself
0: not included.
1: It says, a draw, LOL, boxing, where have you gone? I remember when boxing used to be real like three weeks ago. Again, we like that joke. Uh, John (laughs) Giedmaberry says, you must be new to boxing. This is an every week thing. I'm not mad at the draw. And I just responded by saying, you must be new to humor. Well, bam, take that, John. (laughs) I'm just saying this, guys. If you want to see the rematch, good. I think so, too but it does a disservice to the fucking fighters and their respect that they are due when we get some bullshit decisions. So, yeah, Oscar, if you want to talk shit about ruining the sport of boxing, maybe look at your judging panel. bam,
0: Done. That'll do it for us tonight. It's time for some shout-outs. I will start to the patience of the Kaiser Rehab team. We're just working on squeezing... Can be a real uphill battle, but it's all about that jujitsu comeback, which is based off of, you know, a KO sports gear dragon gi. The fact that they just did some promotions at Jubera, including Kelvin, who's this like 16 year old nightmare that's a blue belt now. I saw, I was like, dude, he must, uh, they must give you a huge amount of trouble. I, it, I've, been beating up on kelvin for a while i'm really nervous about coming back it's been my goal is to just like handle them while i can mm. grapples all the time crushes people in tournaments so massively great to see uh the hard work continue to pay off people training up there like crazy over at Jubera, jiu-jitsu and raf that's gonna do it for me
1: let's do this shout out to valley martial arts center v- uh, tomorrow is our good friend and my instructor, Marcelo De Paroli's 50th birthday. I cannot wait to be there and celebrate with him. So, Marcelo, looking forward to seeing you. Thank you so much for your awesome instruction. I also want to give a shout-out to the guys from the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. LA-JJ-C.
0: would
1: like to single out our good friend, Octavio Villanueva. Octavio did a great behind-the-scenes look at Joey's Super Fight. If you guys haven't seen it, go take a look at it. It's on the OV Films page. It's amazing, guys. Uh, I don't tend to say that about the guys' work, even when they have good matches, but Octavio's work was stellar there. So credit to him on that one. I also want to give uh, a reminder to you guys. Come train with us at 8 a.m. every morning. That is Monday through Friday. What? And here's uh, why. Because you never know who's going to stop in like our good friend John Combs. Sh- I saw
0: the photos. Was... Yeah.
1: <laughs> Who did some amazing training. And uh, we I, I see him tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to
0: training with him again. You guys are and, so lucky. Uh, I like that about the LA Jiu Jitsu Club. They're like, hey, Combs is here. So he's teaching. I, it wasn't even teaching. It was just like
1: he wanted to get ready for his tournament. So there was a great moment where when we were rolling in the gi, he wanted to warm up and get like grips practice and kind of get into positions and, and fix that sort of stuff. So it was really cool to have like a black belt like doing what would seem like like drills yeah but the problem was i'm like oh your drills is like my going hard so uh-oh that's <laughs> a tough day at the office he's, he's a so,
0: he's a bad bad man
1: yes he definitely is uh thank you to all of our sponsors i'll shout you uh, all individually but you guys are gonna be amazing during our adcc uh, telecast i can't tell you how excited for this i am uh, we got like i said a lot of good surprises guests go to verbal com if you haven't signed up already we want to give you guys some great prizes thanks we want to give part. you
0: free stuff raf is For bound real. and determined to give you free grappling gear or good yeah. shit to improve your game genuinely artichoke media that type of subscription makes a real difference it's set it really in does. a grappling mind
1: so we've got all that stuff Ready for you guys. We are excited for it. And then uh, just a thanks to everybody at Jiu Jitsu at the park today. So much fun. Uh, G, uh, put it together. I got to see my good friends Mike Hoff, Dane, and Terry. Had breakfast with them before uh, coming through and uh, going to do some trains. Uh, to Sam uh, Fagan, to uh, let me see, Angel, who I, I mentioned previously before, uh, to Johnny Ho. Like people, Kev, I'm not lying when I say this. There was a line to come beat me up. It was it was not fun. I really (laughs) recognized at a certain point there was a a line of people who were ready to just come. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my Shark tank. And uh, there was no timer to like finish rounds. I was like, oh, this is to the death. Huh? All right. There were a couple of rounds where I would just be like, Sure let's uh let's keep this thing going so to all the old faces who said hello thank you so much if i didn't shout you out it's not that i didn't enjoy our time together it's just that you know we got to turn this thing off sometime so we will definitely shout you out in the future but to everybody who i rolled with thank you so much for your great jujitsu. i always appreciate great great roles and you know kev that my friend is going to do it for me this week
0: that'll do it for us tonight here at verbal tap it was a blast thanks for listening Good night, and
1: check out our ADCC live stream and share it, motherfuckers.
0: ADCC live stream. ADCC live stream. Share
1: it, motherfuckers. That...
3: <laughs> booty, 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 booty.
0: booty. <laughs> <laughs> that is still striking my head, by the way. That's where it came I've upset the tiniest mutt. So let's, yeah, what a perfect way to end. Let's
3: close on that. <laughs> but this time.